0: Makes the bad man stop. Oh, as we always say, this bad man will never stop. This is Tim Stewart, Talk, powered by Mike Big Blue, LLC. Well, uh, we're hopefully going to get a defensive coordinator sometime in the near future. The future is now, Joe Shane. Go find somebody. And, and I don't want to keep getting into this. Well, first of all, today's video is going to be, we're going to break down three potential later round quarterbacks the Giants could have some interest in. Um, we're gonna look at their strengths. We're gonna look at their weaknesses. That's gonna be, uh, of course, it's gonna be Spencer Radler, Joe Milton, and Sam Hartman. But the whole thing with the defensive coordinator situation—I've said this before. I've said it. I've said it a million times. People keep asking me on the stream, "Why? Why is it taking so long?" Because we've said it a million times, you know, Brian. And you will respect my authority, Dable needs to have complete control needs to have complete authority he doesn't want anyone coming in here who is going to question that authority he wants he wants a young guy and i think there's a little bit of insecurity with him in reference to that which is fine and i said this before and i said it on the stream on sunday if you want to be insecure if you want to make bring in your own guys you want to bring in guys with less experience so you can groom them and everything else that's great but you got to win you do that you need to win in the process because you are now in year three, Shane and Dable, looking at you. You're now in year three. And, and it's one of those things that you kind of, you, you got to kind of figure it out. And you got to figure out what the hell is going on. Right now, the Giants sitting at six. You say I have a plethora of piñatas? Have a plethora of ways they can go with this pick. And it's all going to break down about how those top four teams. Really five teams, of course, but there's really three, there's really three teams sitting up front. that are probably going to take a quarterback uh, to see how they pan out. And you figure that Caleb Williams, you figure Drake may and Jaden Daniels are probably going to be gone before they get over to the giants at six. So Lord knows which the situation, the giants are going to go to. I love it. A beat B-ray reporter came out and said, well, there's one, there's one elite quarterback. The giants aren't high on. You don't know. Shit. Giants, the Giants are protecting their draft board like a newborn baby. There is no information coming out. There is no leak coming out from that. If anything, there's more disinformation than anything else that's coming out of that. So to think that Gentlemen, what brings me to my next point, don't smoke crack. Just stop smoking crack. Um, I want to go through some later round quarterbacks. The Giants could have some interest in it. And these are some guys that, uh, you know, you you're probably can get into round three, four, and five, if maybe not even later. And some of these guys, I may even think a couple of them may be un, uh, undrafted uh, undrafted rookies. So I want to start with the venerable Sam Hartman, 6'1", 209 pounds out of Notre Dame. Um, Sam made, you know, I think personally, Sam made a mistake. I think he should have came out last year. Um, I, I, I think that whole transferring... Um, at, what was he over at the, he's out of the old Demon Deacons? was that what, So, I mean, I think that whole transferring from from Wake Forest to Notre Dame was a huge mistake. He, like I said, he should have just came out. I, I still, like I said, I still think he would have been a guy that would have been taken in the lower half of the first round in last year that, or maybe even the early half of the second round. And now I think he could fall all the way down to three or four. You're going to talk about, you know, he's going to. People are going to talk about his 15,000, you over 15,000 yards. I mean, passing, which makes it one of the most prolific passes in the history, and which ranks him fifth all time against Case Keenum. Uh, what's his name? Uh, it was it Timmy Chang, Landry Jones, and was it Harwell? <laughs> all, of course, all those guys are massive stars in the NFL. He he had he had championship aspirations with Notre Dame. And it just didn't go that way. It really didn't. It just kind of, it just kind of went the wrong way for him. You looked at some of his film again, you know, while he was with one of the golden, Do- while he was a golden Doma, you kind of saw a regression in my mind. And maybe the, ta- maybe it's because of the talent level went up from wake forest, but this is a guy that he's, he's got, does he have a great arm? No. Does he have an above average arm? I'm going to say Yes. And I'm gonna say it's I'm gonna say it's average at best, but he does have something that I do like a lot. Something that Spencer Rattler has. He's got this nice he's got this nice quick crisp release, not Dan Marino esque, but he gets the ball out quickly. He's got a nice snap to the wrist, and he's got decent velocity when it comes to getting you know in the short game. But like I said, when it when he when you get to those outside passes, yeah, there's gonna be a little bit there's a there's gonna be a little bit of an issue going on there. I think he's a good, he's a good enough athlete. He has some mobility. I'm not going to sit there and tell you he's Michael Vick, but he's not going to be a slouch in the pocket. He, he can move around in reference to extending, you know, extending the play a little bit. Is he going to be this guy that's going to get you seven, 800 yards? No, I don't know. He's not, he's, he's not going to be that type of guy. Um, If you take a look going back more to Wake Forest, he he has he has the ability to lead his receivers. He has the ability to throw his wide receivers open, as long as he's got good footwork going on. I mean, he's a fifth-year starter, so he's he's a, he's the poise is the poise was there in college. He's a composed guy. He's when facing pressure, I don't see him. I don't see he's gonna. He's not gonna crumble. He's he's not going to just. He's not going to just you know fall off the map. He's not afraid to take risks, which is always good. But one of the things I really like about him a lot is he's competitive. He he's a tough guy. He's a tough guy. He's a, he he, you know what the problem is? I hate to say it, he's he's got some Baker Mayfield in him. You know, and he's willing to hang out in that pocket. He's willing to take, you know, to, to be battered a little bit. But then you look at it again, the arm strength to me just isn't there. I mean, I'm I'm going I'm kind of being nice. By saying that he has average arm strength, I'm kind of being nice. I think I'm not going to say he's below average because I'd like to see what he does at the combine, and and I like to see how well he has, uh, you know, the true velocity he has when he has no one under pre- when no one's pressuring him, um, because I want to see if the velocity is even there at that you know, at that point in time. And the problem is when he's throwing downfield, he floats a lot. I said this about Dwayne Haskins, RIP. One of the reasons I didn't want the Giants draft him. I called Dwayne a lollipop thrower. And if you watch, if you go back to, you go back to Ohio state and you watched uh, Dwayne's deep balls, there was this high arc. And, it, and I always said, it looks like he's thrown over the top of a lollipop. And it's kind of the same thing. He floats Hartman floats his passes a little bit, especially on the deep ball, which, which if you do that, you're going you get a good defensive back. He's going to be tracking that shit downfield. And while he has good field vision, in my mind, he he does miss a lot of the field. He doesn't see a lot of the field, which which is kind of concerning a little bit. It's kind of again, it's a little Daniel Jones esque. He can he doesn't see all the field. He, again, he's going to be a twenty five year old rookie. I love it because when um, when Hendon Hooker before he got hurt and he was in Heisman consideration was coming out, everyone was telling me how old he was. Well, you, you got Joe Milton that's been in the been in school since before Daniel Jones even came out, and you have Spencer Radler being in school since 2019. So these, you, these three guys, you know, these three guys have been in school a little bit. <laughs> They've been in school a little bit. I am also really a, bit, a little bit more concerned about his footwork. I don't think he has the proper. I don't think his mechanics are good enough for to to, to have some of the poor footwork that he does. Are exhibits exhibits at times, and, and I think that's going to be. I think that's going to cause a lot more of his. I think it's going to cause a lot more of his issues as well. I mean, I third round, fourth round. I I think uh, I think that's going to be. I think that's where he's going to be at. But like I said, what really bugs me about Sam Hartman is this, and I've said this before. Pat Shermer was a genius when it came to Daniel Jones. He was a genius. And when people are like, well, one more year under the tutelage about Shermer, the Dale Jones would have been better in year two. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. No. Why? Shermer was smart to understand he had a rookie quarterback, which he basically did is cut the field in half and give Jones basically an option and tell him to throw to spots. And the two options usually were to either throw the ball or run if nobody's open or just throw it to a spot. That's what he did. And it worked. Now the problem is this: one of the things I see about Sam Hartman is he kind of does the same thing at certain amounts of time. He only sees half the field. I I don't know if that's something they can coach up with that, but that like I said, that's that's just something that you need to keep an eye on because Lord knows, you know, if that's something that can be fixed. And it, and it's an interesting perspective. Uh, another player we want to talk about who has all the measurables. At 6'5", 235 pounds, the quarterback out of Tennessee. Of course, that's going to be Joe Milton. Uh, he went to Michigan, floundered at Michigan a little bit. And then after that, he, after he was going to be the starter of Michigan during the, uh, uh, what, during the COVID season in 2020, he started five of the six games. Now, he, he got benched. Um, I think he got benched in the Penn State game. Uh, which was like the sixth game of the season. I think I'm I'm not sure he started like a couple games in his, in 2021, but that was due to injuries. Um, And then hooker came over and took the role, but then towards ACL in 2022. I mean, I think, I think Milton played well enough, but like I said, he, he came in this, you know, to start the offense. He's really only got one full in my mind, one truly full, Chance to, as a full-time starter. And he was through, he threw completely 229 passes, 64%, 2,813 yards, 20 touchdowns, and just five interceptions, ran for almost 300, scored an additional seven on the run. Not going to talk about what's Radler and Milton did at the Pro Bowl because it, I suppose Pro Bowl, Senior Bowl, because it doesn't matter because <laughs> the, the, the week leading up to the game is what matters. I mean, this guy has the ability to make all the throws on Sunday. He's got he's got that arm. He's got a cannon. You know, back in our day we said he's got a cannon for an arm. He's got he's got pure velocity, man. He you want to talk about a kid to either fit it into a tight window, he could throw it through a window, go through the door, come out the other side of the barn. That's the kind of velocity this kid has. Um the good thing about his velocity is he's kind of slow to diagnose plays and with his limited ability and limited football IQ at times, that velocity helps him make up for his slow processing skills in reference to uh, uh, reference to seeing, seeing the play, seeing the play open itself and the wide receiver open itself. Um, You know, it's just one of the things. I mean, that's just something he can do. He's a big kid. He's got the, he's got the prototypical size you want for a quarterback you he's the, he's got that physicality that you look at and you're like you know what this this kid this kid is something this kid has got it this kid has got the presence his accuracy to me is is going to be more towards again the uh the, the I would say the short to mid range um because of the fact I think he if you keep it to a short range game he you're going to limit the his ability to have to read the field and I think that's a little bit what they did at Tennessee. I mean, he's a t- he's a tough kid, man. How many times did you watch him in Tennessee and watch him lower his shoulder and drive through somebody? I mean, that's that's just it. But then if you can, if you go back and watch Tennessee, this reminds me of Daniel Jones in nineteen with Shermer. Tennessee's offense is kind of a one read offense, and this is a kid that had problems running a one read offense at times. One of the other issues that he has, since this is a one, and, and I, I don't fault him for this because it is a one-read offense. He stares down his wide receivers quite a bit. But then again, that's because he's in a one-read offense. He's He's got to move his eyes a little bit. He's, he's got he's to try to see the whole field. He's got to get a better understanding. But like I said, one of the biggest issues that I have with him is just like if, if he was a computer, he would be a compact uh, 286E. Or he's an Apple IIe running DOS. I just don't see the immediate processing skills for this kid. And maybe, and like I said, maybe his lack of veal, uh, lack of field vision is because of the fact that they just had him be a one read quarterback. I mean, that could be the situation as well. I mean, I I really don't know. One of the things that bugs me also a little bit, he's um Sam Hartman. You you like I said, we you say that he is he is, he is. He's adept in the pocket. He's adept in the pocket. He's not going to, he, he's not going to get rattled in the pocket. Spencer Rattler's coming up too. Uh, he's not going to get rattled in the pocket. Hartman is. Milton has a tendency to take it off. Milton has a tendency of not allowing the play to development. Milton has the has more of the ability to scramble and get out of the way. I'm not saying he's seeing ghosts, but what I am saying is he is he's one of these kids that if it's a, if it's a choice between running and staying that sometimes he's going to be the, he's going to be the guy doing the running. I personally think that joke is probably going to go. Don't go Joe. Um, I personally think he should go anywhere between round five and six. And, and I think that's going to be, I mean, like I said, I think those are where he's going to fall. Like I said, it's just, just his ability to read the field, man. His post snap reads, I I just don't see it, and and at times he just he just has it seems like he has no anticipation, and and I don't think that I mean I, could it be he'll 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 gain more experience, and then he'll he'll have a better understanding, but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be different if you're going from college to a pro style offense and think that you are going to be able to compete at a higher level. I think that's kind of the uh, I think that's kind of the issue. Uh, last quarterback I want to talk about is going to be the Spencer Radler, six one, around two hundred eighteen pounds. Um, went over of course was he went over to Norman, uh, Norman, Oklahoma. He went to the Sunas. He looked like at one point in time he was going to be that 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 Heisman winner. He was on Netflix series QB One, and people say it kind of, I never saw it, so I can't tell you, but people say it kind of came off like an asshole. Um, had some issues, got benched, had some academic issues as well. Transferred, used a transfer, went over to South Carolina. He reunited with uh, I guess the, who was one of the guys, one of the assistants from Oklahoma, I think uh became the head coach over in South Carolina. So he kind of went there. I mean, this is a guy in two years through for six thousand over six thousand yards, 37 touchdowns, 20 picks. If you want to use a word. For him, Rattler is, and throughout his entire career, it's going to be inconsistent. He is inconsistent, but this is another guy that can make all the throws on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Trachosaurus. He can make all the throws on Sunday. He can. He really can. He he's he's a guy again. He's got that he's got that flick of a wrist. That's one of the things I talked about in the stream yesterday. He's got this flick. He's got this. It's not Dan Marino. But it's just this flick that you see, and he can just get the ball out with giddy app and with, with limited throwing motion. As we talked about Tommy DeVito having this elongated throwing style, this kid can this kid can just chuck it with a flick of the wrist. This kid can drop it 50 yards on a flick of a wrist. And that is it is very it is extremely impressive to me. And like I said, it's just that release, man. It's just that it's just that quick release. He's um he's he's mechanically better than he was when he was up for Heisman consideration these last 2 years. So I think you got to look at that. I mean, he's he's pretty he's accu- he's he's accurate on the short passes again and in the intermediate routes. A lot both both all three of these guys are that way. The deep ball for a guy with such a big arm, I'd like to see a little bit more accuracy. I'd like to see him lead his wide receivers a little bit. I'd like to see better ball placement uh and refer- especially in reference to the deep pass itself. I mean, like I said, he's, he's, he's at times, uh, I mean, this, the last two years, more than, uh, the two years in Oklahoma, he's become a better decision maker in my mind. He really has. Has he great at it? He, I mean, you know, is he great at the, making decisions? No, <laughs> but he checks down when he needs to. Um, and he does, you know, the last two years, I should say, he's, he's shown the ability to not force the ball at times. Now that being said, there are some moments where you, like I said, he is inconsistent. He's inconsistent with his footwork. He's inconsistent with his throwing motion. He's inconsistent with his reads. Um, for a guy that 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 has some speed, he he doesn't have elite speed, but he does have some speed. I like to see him. I like to see him use that speed a little bit more. And and sometimes he just picks the wrong play. And sometimes he tries to force throws into covered wide receivers. I mean, there are some plays that you, I watched that uh, you looked at him. He's like, are you, are you literally, are you literally throwing this in, into, into double coverage? And again, he is another guy that I don't think he sees the whole field. Spencer, I don't think he sees everything that is around him. And I think he's got to work on his field vision, just like the rest of these guys do. You know, like I said, he's, I mean, I would like to see him, you know, throw with a little bit more anticipation. I'd like to see a little bit more consistency in reference to his, you know, his decision making and his and his thought process behind his decision making. If you just look at the intangibles, he is a natural talent. He is. He's a gift. He's a guy with a gifted arm. He's got the NFL arm. But there's just so many things you kind of look at, and you and you still just say, okay, now I see why he's sitting. You know, he that he left Norman, Oklahoma, and he's he's over, and you know, he he he. You know, <laughs> that I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to. I'm not. You know, what, I'm not going to get into. I'm not going to bash South Carolina. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to bash South Carolina. Uh, but there's a reason why he ended up in South Carolina, and I'm curious if he's really 250 pounds. I want I want to know if he's six one. Really, two hundred fifty pounds, or as like we've talked about that a million times, is that um, that college measurements. But like I said, another thing that bothers me is his mechanics. We talked about it briefly before. I think he's very inconsistent with his mechanics, and I know he's not the type of pastor that can have him have his mechanics break down while he's in the pocket. He's not; his footwork's not that good. To have those type of issues. But like I said, man, you got to look at that release. You got to look at that release, man. He's got, he has got one of the quickest releases that I've seen. People I love because someone mentioned Brownie Nagel, the old jet Atlanta Falcons quarterback, Brownie Nagel had a quick release too. I mean, he had, he had like a little zip on the ball, but Spencer's got the same thing. But the problem is, you know, can, can he, can he find the receiver? (laughs) Can can he look at the field? and find? These are all project guys. And like I said, if you if you if you're looking for your best, your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Out of the 3 who's going to probably go home with the prom queen, uh I think Sam Hartman has the most upside immediately, but I think Spencer is going to have the more ability. And again, Spencer's 24 years old. Another older quarterback has been in school forever, but I think he'll have the more NFL talent. And I think Joe is going to be like a sixth or seventh round pick. They're all going to be project guys, but there could be someone that the Giants bring in and try to develop If you're going to stick with Daniel Jones for a year, uh, you know, And as crazy, as crazy as that is. And what I always, you know, when I hear that, I just my professional opinion that now is the time to panic. <laughs> I got to panic. If that's your solution, Joe, Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to have a big stream on Tuesday to talk about all this, wrap this up a little bit more. Hopefully you'll we'll have a DC by then. And as always, this is Tim, this is New York Giants Show talk powered by online, big blue LLC. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell. You want to know why? that will be awesome.